Hello, and welcome to Ready and Newman's daily podcast, your go-to place for common questions about immigration to the United States. Ready and Newman is a team of experienced business immigration attorneys who handle a host of visa categories and complex immigration cases. This podcast will provide an insight into our daily free conference calls hosted by our attorneys, as well as discussions on hot immigration topics. Please note that information provided is not to be construed as legal advice for your specific situation and does not constitute an engagement with Ready and Newman PC or establish an attorney-client relationship. For specific advice on your situation, please contact an attorney. Here's your host. Session will start in one minute. June 29, 2000, and uh, uh, June 29, 2021. Uh, uh, the time is about 11.30 a.m. Ready name and PC, just conduct conference calls every uh, single day. For those people who are here, if you want to ask any question, please raise your hand. You'll be announced with your name to ask the question. Sorry for the delay, but I'll cover the time, extra time. Bharadwaj? Hi, thank you. Hi, Rahul. I really appreciate you doing these sessions. This is my first time coming here. Um, uh, I just want to, I had a quick question. I had my H-1B extended and uh, till like 2024, um, but my uh, wife's H-4 would be expiring in September. So we are planning to go to Mexico this weekend. And uh, and then effort, we are trying to get our uh, I-94 extended, our I-94 extended. We have a valid visa stamp till like uh, second, of uh, second of September this year. So just wait, wanting wait, to wait, know- Wait, 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 wait. We're speaking about your wife. Uh-huh. And when is your wife's I-94 expiring? September 2021. And you're going to go to Mexico to get the H-4 stamping? Or you just no. want to cross the border and come back showing the H-1B approval? Yes, just get the I-94 extended. They can't extend that there. There is a rumor that is floating around. I don't know if mm-hmm. there are one or two people who guard it. They will only mm-hmm. give until September 2021. You must have a valid I-94 to extend it. Yeah, the CVP cannot extend the N84. I see. Okay. I think we consulted with uh, one of your uh, attorneys, but I think uh, she, she had mentioned that we could do that. Okay. No, so, you cannot you, do that. Okay. Okay. You cannot do that. Drop an email to me. I'll, mm-hmm. I'll speak with the lawyer who, who spoke with you. Sure. Okay. We'll do. All right. Thank you. Kumar? Next person, please. Uh, thanks, Ahul, for taking my call. I have a priority date of uh, May 2011, and I filed an EB-3 in October 2020. Now, mm-hmm. my current in both EB-2 and EB-3, but I have not even received biometrics yet. Is there anything I can do to make my case move faster? Is interfiling in no. EB-2 helpful now? No. In, in, did you already got the I-140 approval? Yes, that happened long back, yes. Why do you need to do interfiling? You already have your I-140 approval. Uh, I'm asking because I don't even get biometrics. It seems to be moving very slowly. Yeah, yeah. That There is nothing you can do right now about that. Okay. There's okay. nothing because a lot of people are waiting. Uh, there's nothing we can do about it. Okay. Thank you. Nizar? Hey, Rahul. Um, this is Nizar. Thanks for the opportunity. Sure. My question is for the interfiling. Uh, should I need to go through my attorney because my attorney office is uh, refusing to do interfiling? 
they said like only when uh, my dad get uh, current you can you can, you can you can do interfiling by yourself uh, gayatri is going to provide a link for you to guide you how to do it by yourself okay so it doesn't need to go through attorney right no it doesn't need to go through an attorney okay thank you thanks for that bharti hi rahul thank you yes, thank you for your service uh, sure. and uh, yeah this is uh, my second time joining the call and then first time when i joined i was talking about my age out scenario age mm -hmm. out kid scenario mm -hmm. so currently i have an eb2 with january 2011 priority date where i my priority date is current and mm -hmm. i have been filed during the october 2020 but mm -hmm. i did not uh, apply for my son because he is going to age out soon in this december mm -hmm. uh, so now as my priority date is current my employer is uh, filing uh, aws for my son mm -hmm. so now uh, so currently i see like my my husband has also eb3 and he has he is current in uh, 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 july uh, priority uh, means like a july bulletin so we were wondering is it good to apply like a two avs for my son so apply here me as a primary and then dependent as my son and my whole family and with my husband's employer will be applying eb3 avs for him your i140 is approved is right correct my i140 is approved way back in 2011 and also I, 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 if i filter. if i were you i would not apply both the 485s okay is there any scenario like we can age out uh, we, uh, we can expedite the age out kids scenario what's the reason for expediting uh not right now once we got the because Why? he'll be what is the specialty of him he is locked in oh really he'll be locked yeah. in his age okay. yeah he locked in once the final action date becomes current his his age is locked in so you have no special reason to expedite it okay okay so but we have to maintain our legal status kind of stuff right till we'll be getting the gc that's right that's right okay okay thank you so much thank you for your suggestion rahul next person please d babu uh can you hear me hello mm -hmm. hi uh hi rahul thanks for taking my question so um uh, i uh, received um, uh, you know my extension of stay was filed in uh, on may 19th and on 28th uh, the status uh, online showed that uh, it has been approved and um, my uh, attorney got an email notification of the approval with the i94 number and all that it's been exactly to this day a month and uh, we did not receive the actual approval uh, uh, notice the the hard copy i mean so uh, i'm wondering if this is normal what might be happening or is is, is this some uh, delay that uh, is happening it, it's at the nebraska service center one month is definitely a long period of time though for the approval to come in so uh right now you have to hold until the 30 days complete and then you can raise a service request to have your approval sent again okay and uh, they will be able to send that through the service request or some duplicate copy needs to be uh request i would i would request a service request and file a duplicate to it at the same time uh, okay and it, it, you, you we can actually be confident that the actual approval that is shown uh the the email notice is actually correct right of course yes we can next Thank question please aditya 
Hi, yes, uh, this is Aditya. I have a H-1B visa till 2022 August. I recently got married uh, when my wife went for her first H-4 in June. I was also in India, so the visa officer gave her 220 NG, yellow slip asking me to submit NIE, but uh, the uh, national interest exemption, but I was not eligible. Uh, hence, I came back by quarantining in a third country. Now I'm back in the US. So what would be the best option for her visa? Should we withdraw or submit my I-94? because I'm not eligible for NIE. You're not eligible for NIE. How do you determine you're not eligible for NIE? Uh, I asked at my company, they said no. And also I applied myself, uh, you know, to the NIE, it was not approved. So I had to come back by quarantining. Uh, one question is that, so your wife's is right now, they asked for the NIEs, right? Yes. yes. Because I, both of us were in India when she went for the visa interview. I heard people who husband got back to the US, they, they are getting the uh, H4 first time stamped because um, on family- Send the I-94, send the I-94 to see if they are going to be okay. At the okay. most, they will say that she is not eligible for NIE and that won't harm you at all. Okay. Because you, you know, there is nothing like the, you, there's an issue of the relationship or anything like that. At the most, they will say, come back again. Okay, sounds good. Thank you so much. Ram. Hey Rahul, thanks for taking my call. Uh, so my question is um, similar to the previous caller. So uh, I have submitted for NIE and uh, it's been more than uh, 40 days and still I haven't received any response. Uh, so I've decided to take on the path of uh, quarantining in a third country and traveling to US. And uh, it suddenly occurred to me, like while I'm being in Mexico, can I still continue working or should I be taking time off? You don't have to take time off when you're in India, number one. And not in India, but in Mexico. You don't have to. Okay. You don't have to. You can continue working. Okay. Uh, that's my only question. Sure. So these things, when you go to vacation kind of thing, I'm going to... Cancun and uh, this weekend actually. I'll be working there, believe me. So do I have a work permit there? These are kind of incidental things though. You're not going there to Mexico to work. It's just incidental as a vacation. You're spending time in Cancun and then you're working. So that's okay. Amar? Hi, Rahul. Uh, so my question is that I completed six years of my H1 in april 2021 which is like two months back and i returned back to india and then i applied to a college and i'm eligible i'm like um i got my visa stamped for f1 visa uh, which is in august 2021 so my question is that after completing my f1 do i still have to come back and uh, for the cooling one year cooling period or can i continue with applying for another h1 just immediately after completing my f1 which university you got admission to? University of Iowa. Um, it's not Davis City. Okay. <laughs> Just sure. Yeah, because okay. I heard your earlier calls. Okay. Um, unfortunately, you have to spend one year outside the country. Any period of time that you spend inside United States will not be counted towards that period, though. Uh -huh. But there's one thing that you can do if once you mm -hmm. come here into the United States, though, if 
you change your mind and you you have some company that will apply for an i140 you can apply mm-hmm. for an i140 once the i140 is approved you can resurrect the h1b instead of going under the new quota i140 you said right yes you know what an i140 is no i'm not that aware ah. so. <laughs> that's a big laugh <laughs> though if you don't know i140 um Oh, I I think so. I know the perm thing, right? About green card and all. Right, that. right, right. Uh, yeah, yeah. That's the reason why you are outside the country. Mm-hmm. You could have been continuing in the country if you would follow our videos and YouTube's and come mm-hmm. to our sessions. Though you need mm-hmm. to educate yourself on these things. Okay, you need to know what an I one forty is. You need to know what a perm is. You need to know mm-hmm. why you are there right now instead of going to F one and trying to convert to H one. Mm-hmm. okay i would strongly recommend it weekly we have one hour video from 5 o'clock to 6 o'clock and you can listen anytime on the youtube i want you to follow it so that because you didn't took any step on filing an i140 labor and i140 for 6 years that's the reason why you have to go back get an f1 and try to convert into h1 but to answer your question though no you have to spend one year outside to get the h1b back but mm-hmm. you can resurrect the h1b that's going to be more easier because if you spend one year outside the country you have to go to the lottery system is right you mm-hmm. know how the lottery system works is right yeah and it's one one in a third chance mm-hmm. but if you go with the i140 what are your chances 100% mm-hmm. so i need an employer who can raise one i140 for me that's whenever i should be my and my main question to you is that you have been here for 6 year working for a company you never took care of yourself on the i140 so that's the reason what i suggest you is keep listening to our videos every week so that you can get educated on these things so that raising of i140 is not a big task for any organization right or is it like uh if that's not a big task why did not your company do for 6 years I mean that they had some rules, so I couldn't get that because I did try, but I, I never switched. What is your love with that company? They don't care you. They don't like you. They hate you. Yeah, I realized now when I came back. <laughs> That's the reason why I want you to watch our videos. Okay, mm-hmm. you realize it after you come back. And there are other people who are listening to in, in this conference call and other things. I want them to listen carefully. What happened with you? I don't want that to happen with anybody. Yes. come back apply for the i140 that's a better deal to do so is it wise to come on f1 visa right you're saying as long as somebody is there to apply i want i'm surprised they gave you the f1 visa but yeah it definitely yeah. f1 visa is a good thing to come in you have an option of getting an opt you have an option of getting a stem extension in the interim period if you get an i140 approval you're in good shape okay because you don't you can't go to the lottery system because you have to spend one year outside the country you come here apply for the opt apply for the stem extension in the meantime you raise the i140 that's the word you used you raise the i140 it's not like raising a ticket when you're working with some big infosys or something like that of wipro it's not like raising a ticket yeah it's much more than that uh, yeah raise the i140 and once you get the i140 then you're good to go with h1b next person please thank you arun Hi Rahul, uh, uh, this is Tarun here. I got an RFE on my pending I-485, asking for medical and biographic forms. So I am responding to that myself. In the past, did you say I... medical and bio biographic thing? Did you say 
Yes, medical and biographics. Did so, you file your 485 in 2012 or in October of 2020? Well, that makes sense. That makes sense. Because I'm worried, why did you get biometric if you filed in October? That's good news for you. That's good news for you. All right, thank you. So in the past, I've switched multiple jobs, but I only filed and got the AC21 approved for the last one. Now, do I need to include a supplement J for any jobs, including the current one with this RFE? In the current one, you should. The current one is already approved. I have filed it beforehand. Aha. You're good. Do you need to, let's say, for example, you moved from company A to company B, companies B to company C, company D, and you are now working with company D, and you already filed the 485J supplement with company D, you already submitted the 485J with company D. You are good shape, you filed with G325 and the medical, you're good. Submit the response by tomorrow. All right, will do. Thank you so much. So no need to get an attorney or anything like that. No, sir. I would recommend, but that's, I would always recommend, but submit it okay. ASAP, submit it ASAP, okay? Thank you so much, Rahul. Because the, the, the officer just want to give the green card. He doesn't have the medical. Okay. Thank you so much. And for those people who are listening, guys, uh, no matter what the lawyer says, look, he got, he submitted the 485. That is called interfiling. They already approved. So now they're not asking 485J supplement, which normally they ask. I would have submitted medicals and G325 at the time when you submit the 485J supplement. You would have avoided this RFE. You would have got the green card by this time. <laughs> I can't hear you. Next person, though. I, I can't hear you. Next person. Oh. Ashish? Hi, Rahul. Uh, thanks for your time. Really appreciate you taking the time out for this. Uh, my, uh, I have two parts to my question. I have an L1A visa. Uh, I have filed for the green card under EB1C in October of last year. Uh, so it's been over six When you say green card, you mean to say I-140 or 485? So the I-140 is approved. The I-485 was submitted in October last year. So it's been over six months. So from what I understand, after six months, if I get the EAD, that is the option of portability for jobs. Uh, but on the other hand, I hear that if the green, so I haven't got the EAD yet, but on the other hand, I hear that if, if you get a green card, you need to wait six months before you can switch. So it seems to be contradictory. Is well, that the, the second statement you said is not true. Okay. Once you get the green card, you can flip a burger in McDonald's. Okay. You can be a Microsoft CEO or you can be a lawyer like me. Okay. Okay. Awesome. Or you can sit at home. Okay, awesome. So there is no that six month. Uh, oh, six months, nothing. Okay, awesome. And so the second part of that question, Rahul, is if I start applying or start looking for jobs before I've got the EAD or before I've got the green card, is that a violation of the spirit of the green card? Does that come in? Uh, is, is that a you know problem later on for the citizenship if I apply? If you are approaching the employer, nothing wrong with it. If you're working, because you don't have an EAD. That's a violation. Okay. Awesome. Okay. So okay. you're anticipating an EAD. Now you're going to Apple. Hey, Apple, I want to work with you once I get an EAD. Absolutely nothing wrong with it. Awesome. Perfect. Thanks so much for the clarification. Now. Next person, please. Amit. Yeah. Hi, Rahul. Yeah. Thank you for taking my call. 
so rahul actually i have a uh, like 2013 october priority date in eb2 um and uh, and my company like they won't downgrade it to eb3 mm-hmm. and actually recently i got a offer uh, i mean uh, it's okay to change now no <laughs> no absolutely um I, if i were you i will not change even if somebody gives me 100000 dollars extra i'm not changing make it 200 i'm not changing 700 i may think 700 <laughs> yeah i'm speaking of 700k not 700 okay 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 700 okay so i mean <clears throat> so you recommend not to change now right i'm, I'm because i mean ev2 not ev3 i uh, know but you said 2013 yeah 2013 yeah no not at all especially even after what this guy said right now uh what charlie said which i'm really i couldn't even sleep the whole night yesterday and i'd like explain it uh, in the evening for you guys if you could listen to me carefully is that who the priority dates are expected to move but they may backlog there is a chance it may not move to 2013 but i will not change the job right now i will not okay next okay. person please yeah thank you abhi and i will do one thing if you if you are interested in we do offer a service for you to pre prepare the application for october 2021 we are not going to take the cases in september we're going to only close out chapter in august first week or so so if you're interested in you can subscribe there is a link that we have provided for all the people if you want to use our services for downgrading if you want to use our services for 485 application we want to pre prepare your application make it ready so that on september 30th we just are going to drop your uh, 485 application in the fedex Okay, Pravin, go ahead. The employer is not downgrading, right? Uh, That's fine, but is the employer okay for us to proceed as a lawyer for four eight five? If uh, you work for some of these big companies, like we work with Cognizant, yeah, the Indian company, you know, Cognizant, right? Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, we work with Cognizant. I'm filing the four eight five. We are willing to for two thousand thirteen. I will pre prepare instead of going and joining other company. I'm going to spend the money on Rahul Reddy. I'm sorry, but that's what I would do. I will pre prepare the application, make it ready to go. in october we just drop the file and we are all good shape of course you will have to get the 485j supplement for us which cognizant is very good in providing to us even for ev3 they will do uh... ev2 or ev3 for both okay okay for we do we do we do so there is a link provided we we only charge you 400 for you and 200 for each dependent right now that's not our final fees the final fees is way higher of course and the second installment will only be when the priority date is correct that means that we we both are gambling here you may lose a 600 dollars but we may lose a lot more money if the priority date doesn't become correct because the next installment is very big installment so we want to bet on you it's up to you if you want to bet on us uh, and we i i stand by thing if somebody um uh, gives you the uh, 100000 200000 i'm not moving next person please abhi Hey Rahul, uh, uh, currently my H1 extension is applied and I have my I-140 approved in EB3 category. So my question is, can I file my 485 while my H1 extension is pending, or uh, should Absolute, I? Absolutely, absolutely, you can. Don't even wait. Your I-140 okay. is approved. Your priority is current. Put this phone off. File the 485. Okay. Okay. And uh, that th- that should not impact right the uh, pending H one status should not impact the uh, uh, impact the four eighty five processing right. Nothing. No, it doesn't. It complements it actually. Okay. Okay. I-, I have one more question. So right now, I mean, USCIS USCIS closed the date of filing, 
so my question is uh, if my final action date matches my priority date so can we still file 485 or should we wait for the what? date of oh no 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 what is your what is your uh, priority date so uh, it's uh, 1st january uh, 2014 okay you may have to wait until august or september maybe even october who knows okay. um yeah. but as i said though you know if you're interested in i mean if your lawyer is not interested in pre preparing they're interested in pre preparing your application remember mm-hmm. the guy i was spending we're going to you're going to bet 600 dollars we're going to bet couple of thousand dollars on you and then if we both we both can win i mean that's the, this okay. bet is not like only you can i can win or we both may lose <laughs> okay okay got it so you lose 600 we lose a lot more money than that. okay yep. okay De- definitely i'm ready to bet on 600 dollars yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, you can avail our services but go with your lawyer though if your company has a lawyer and all those things go with your company lawyer don't disturb okay. because we need okay. to get your company's permission you need to get your company's permission to go with us next okay. person please thank you cp hello can you hear me yes ma'am okay um i have the situation we had applied for um i485 and just got an rfe asking for a government issued marriage certificate for me and my uh, 14 year old son so we've had uh, h4 renewed for seven times at least with the church that's not the question uh, that's mm-hmm. not the question um do you have affidavit of uh, marriage affidavit of marriage no yeah what is okay. affidavit of marriage um church should so your your marriage is not registered is it right it's not registered with the government but we have church issued uh, certificate you told me that you told yeah. me that um mm-hmm. i want you to get i want you to get the marriage affidavits if possible i want you to get the non availability of the marriage certificate non availability of uh, marriage certificate and i put your link at the bottom here on the chat Uh-huh. and that chart says birth certificate but it also addresses the marriage certificate also okay and the draft of the marriage affidavit is already provided in the link that i gave it to you in the in the chat okay but it's not possible to go and register because they want it in person right now yeah it, that's the reason if you can't register you get a non availability certificate if you can get it from the registrar itself or that's right from the registrar itself hey we don't have a birth certificate on john doe and jane doe they will issue that and that's good enough for you okay i put a link for birth certificate it's everything is same it's a marriage certificate but i already included the marriage certificate affidavit you need two affidavits though but two affidavits for for you and your husband will sufficient for you and for your child also you don't have to get four you just need to get two two for me and my husband that's right well you and your husband are the same two affidavits <laughs> okay two numbers yeah two one numbers one for my that's son it. and one for my no uh, no 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 two marriage affidavits marriage is only between you and your husband is right okay absolutely right can't contradict that okay and you need two people to give affidavits the format was provided there once you get these two people's affidavit you're going to use it for you you're going to use the same two affidavits for your son okay like from our parents or somebody like that who are there for you the can wedding. say that yeah that sounds we good got, 
got married in 1994. That rule was not there for registering at that time. I'm a, I'm a lawyer in India. I'm aware of it. That's okay. fine. Just get those things. I put a link. And uh, today I'm going to, um, yeah, there's a different uh, video that I'm presenting. It's also applicable for you. But I provided the link for you for everything. Okay. All right. Thank you so much. Next person, please. Suresh. Yeah. Hey, uh, good morning. Um, can you hear me? Yes. Yeah. Hey, Rahul. Um, so nice talking to you. Um, so I have a uh, question, like um, suggestion. I need suggestion, in fact. So I have filed my um, um, AYS in October of uh, last year, 2020. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. I have received my EAD in, uh, I think, uh, first week of February. And uh, yeah, yesterday I received my green card. No. So, so my question here is like, what's your I problem? <laughs> no problem. That's what I said. I need your suggestion. <laughs> no. Yeah. Uh, so, do I need to stay with my current employer? If I mean, some part of that question has been addressed by you in previous scholar with the previous scholar. Um, so, do, how long do I need to stay with the current employer, and uh, what other actions do I need to take? Uh, that's the only suggestion I need. You know. First, open a champagne. <laughs> okay. Um, then. You, you can do whatever you want to, but you cannot do any illegal thing. Don't sell weed, okay? I don't have to go through all those things, okay? Um, yeah. You can flip a burger in McDonald's. You can be a Microsoft CEO. You can be a lawyer like me. Anything you want to do it. You just want to sit at home and booze, that's okay, do it. Okay, so yeah. Okay, yeah, that's the only question I had. Like, I just wanted to know like- And let I, me ask I, you this question though. Uh, so you filed in October. Uh, you <laughs> submitted the medical or you interfiled? You got an RFP no, no. for medical. No, mine is uh, September 2010, EB2 straight. So I, I oh. filed uh, my medicals, everything. Okay. Yeah, so, good news. Good news, Kadir. Oh, yeah, Do whatever good. you want to. Yeah, yeah, you don't yeah. have to come. You don't have to come to this conference call ever. <laughs> um, um, yeah. Uh, just make sure if you, ever you travel outside the country for more than six months, more than six huh? months, you okay. you better check with the lawyer. Otherwise, you're good. Okay, okay. that's the only thing I had. Okay, All thank right. you so much. Next person, congrats, buddy. Yeah, thank Karthik. you. Karthik. Hi, Rahul. Uh, thank you so much uh, for all the service, and I've been a listener to your calls. And uh, I heard like uh, you talk about automatic revalidation. Uh, so basically, my visa, uh, I applied for my extension. It was H1 extension. It's still 2024. And my visa got expired. The stamp got expired in the Jan. And my wife is on uh, F1 visa. And uh, she has OPT and visa till 2024 as well. So uh, right now, my parents are planning to come to the USA via Mexico route. Uh, so is it okay? Can I use automatic revalidation, me and my wife, to go to Mexico, stay there for less than 30 days and come back? Um, your wife has a visa, is that right? Yes, OPD and visa. Yes, F1 visa for five years. Yeah, so that's so that's definitely not automatic revalidation. And you have a 984 until 2024. You said, right? Yes. Yes. Absolutely. I don't see any problem in it. So I can travel, but my wife cannot travel, right? With F1 visa. No, she can travel too. Oh, so so there is no problem going me and my wife to Mexico and stay there for 14 yeah, days yeah. and come back. The only thing why I'm saying is that. The, the word automatic revalidation is not applicable to your wife, but she can travel. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Thank you so much. That's all I have. Sounds good. We'll meet you in Cancun this weekend.
<laughs> Next person, please. I'm actually Daya? going to this weekend. Uh, hey, Rahul. Uh, thanks for taking call. Uh, sure. I have two questions. Uh, recently, I took uh, Mexico out to get into the US. Uh, at the port of entry, uh, they didn't get the stamp, like put the stamp on my passport. But uh, after five minutes, I verified online for I-94. Everything is uh, travel history has been updated. Just curious, do I really need that stamp or I can just ignore you, you, you're perfectly all right. I don't see any problem with you. Okay, perfect. And the second question is like my priority date is uh, 2015 November with my previous employer. Now I have moved uh, with the new employer and I haven't started any GC process at all. Oh, come so on. considering things uh, like what would you suggest? Like, uh, can, you move back to the, can you move back to the old employer? I can you do have an option. Day? I do have an option to go and talk to, but I haven't talked to the previous employer. Sorry. Ah, ah. Talk. Talk. If ever you'll go back to the old employer, we'll downgrade. Okay. Yeah. Maybe yeah. I'll thank you. Last last two callers, guys. Sit. Hi Raul. Uh, thanks for the call. Uh, quickly, I have uh, two questions. One question is that I have applied for AOS uh, EB2 to EB3 downgrade in September, in October. Uh, I got my 140 premium done. I got approval from 140 as well as received the EAD and AP, all three of them. Sounds uh, good. Yeah, and uh, they did not ask for my biometric. So because I've been traveling regularly, so they, you know, everything was done. So I have a quick question to you. 140 is being approved more than 15, 20 days. If I have to change the employer, go can I change, change the employer? Go ahead, change it. Go ahead, go ahead. change it. Because somewhere, some someplace... Some places says that you need to have six months after approval. No, that is not that is true in some angle to retain the priority date, but in your case, it's not applicable for the 485. You're fine, you're locked in, you're good. You can change the employer. Remember, I was very conservative. I was telling one guy, even if somebody pays me five hundred thousand dollars, I'm not going to move. Uh, in your case, even if somebody pays me seven hundred dollars, I can move to a new employer. Perfect, perfect. And then uh, 485J. From new employer, can I ask to them file. to apply now itself or once I join there? What is the law says? The law doesn't say that you have to file it before you join. Um, it's not like H1B transfer. You know how the H1B transfer is. Right. That you don't file it, you cannot start working. You already know that. That's not the same case in 485J supplement. Remember, there was another gentleman, even did not even file a 485J supplement for, for a couple of companies, A, B, C, D company. He's fine too. In general, though, I strongly recommend that you file a 485J supplement, but it doesn't have to be immediate. It doesn't have to be as soon as you join. I would strongly recommend within two weeks after you join the company. Okay, and then with 485J, I can also file the medical because I did not file the medical in the uh, initial. Yeah, good. Do that. And no issues with the current processing of the GC, right? I don't need to restart from the scratch. For, for no, no, <laughs> no, 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 no. Okay. Thanks, thanks next, all. But now your suggestion was good. Premium is working well. I think it has. Yeah, expanded. thank you. Thank you. Yeah, a lot of people have criticized me for it. A lot of lawyers have criticized for me. Thank you for. Um, for, for and stay, stay, safe, stay safe in Cancun, Rahul. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> next person, please. Yeah. <laughs> next person. I'll take, after Hi, Sridhar, I'll take one caller, guys. Yeah, go ahead. Hi, Rahul. Uh, so um, my priority date is uh, January 20, 2015. Um, uh, so we, uh, my employer uh, uh, submitted I-140 uh, last month and we got a notice, uh, receipt notice yesterday. 
but the priority date on that uh, eb3 uh, uh, 140 notice says uh, june 8 2021 which was the received date no 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 ignore that ignore that that's not a problem uh, try to convert into premium processing as suggested yeah yeah that's what uh, i'm going to start and uh, but when i looked at the priority date i thought uh, do i need no, to no 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 you're fine you're fine even so even even if you even if you know not all the 100% of the cases of the premium processing are getting successful there are some cases that don't get successful in it even in that case also even if it says june 2021 we can still use that i140 to file the 485 not a problem okay okay so i can just convert to premium and uh, that should not be a problem yes okay. last caller for today guys and don't forget that we do have a youtube live from 5 to 6 pm and every week on tuesday live questions will be taken central time uh, live questions will be taken there uh, so please tune in for that if you are interested in that gives a very overall comprehensive what people need to know last caller for today guys pravin hi rahul thank you for taking my call uh, have a question like my uh, priority date is uh, january 2018 uh, eb2 uh, i'm not sure what i hope uh, you know uh, maybe in september or october of 21 the date might move forward from the filing date point of view so on that note i did check with my employer and i asked him to downgrade and he says that you know the original labor certificate isn't there and he suggested that probably we can amend the i140 and refile again uh, so the question is like uh, will the eb2 still remain intact along with the new eb3 i i i, I, I that that concept that the so remember if you've been observing from uh, in august or september from september onwards there are so many rumors about you can't file it as a new application we proved it wrong and people said you can't file the premium processing yes you can't file it you can convert into premium processing no file it as a new application don't amend it oh then eb2 and eb3 still will be intact right whatever right. comes right and then there's no i don't know which lawyer is telling we have filed so many i140s saying that it's a new application we had no problem and this downgrade application is nothing new for us we have been doing for one decade though why only why the eb3 moved forward for indians it's not indians that are there in immigration um sorry uh, it's not indians there are other people too so please uh please don't don't uh uh, uh please don't uh, file as amendment okay Okay, cool. And one last question on the same note, Rahul. My current uh, H one expiring expires in March twenty two. So will I? Uh, and I'll be filing the extension in October twenty one. So do I need to, uh, you know, uh, supplements? Do I need to keep all like the client letter everything? Because I heard recently that there's a uh, uh, news has come up that you know no additional documentation is required if previous H one was approved. It will by default will be approved. No, you still need to put the end client letter and everything. Oh, okay, cool. cool yeah okay thank you thank yeah. you thank you so much thank you thank you for listening to ready and newman daily podcast We sincerely hope that you've taken something valuable out of it. Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review. For more information or if you want to make an appointment, check out our websites: rnlawgroup.com and immigrationgirl.com. Have an awesome day.